Fun's dry. Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chad, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Minute by minute and day by day. Step by step I'm going to find a way. Look inch by inch for miles around. Under every rock in every town. That is a fellow by the name of Mike Chenoweth, a local musician, an educator as well, hosts jams, hosts singer-songwriter circles, is a singer-songwriter, does a one-man band, does R&B, does blues, does roots, and does now live radio here on 630 Chet. Mike, how you doing? I'm wonderful, thank you very much. Oh, hey, and then, and, then, and then I need to turn your mic off. How, uh, how are you? I said I'm wonderful. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> uh, the reason we wanted to bring you in, it, first off, we love talking about music in the first place. But, yeah, my favorite topic. Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah. Apparently, it's it's your whole life. We can run through what you've done in the last 24 hours, and it'll explain that. But uh, the Songwriters Hall of Fame, they they came out with the nominees list uh, for to go into this Hall of Fame, and it's it's just there's a ton of names here. Look at this. Okay, Brian Adams, Randy Bachman, Burton Cummings, Debbie Harry, Chris Stein, Clem Burke. Those people, a lot of people don't know but they're part of Blondie. Tracy Chapman, George Clinton, uh, Anna Nancy Wilson, Kenny Loggins, Public Enemy. I don't know. You can keep on going and going and going. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) What I wanted to do was try to pick your brain because you actually host a night where singer-songwriters will come in and and play some of their songs. Yeah. And then do you give feedback to them on a regular basis? Um, I I don't do any coaching or anything like that. I mean, like, we all all kind of help each other along. We've grown quite a a community. One One of the things that I do is I host an open stage uh, at a, at a, a wonderful uh, venue in town called the High Note. Uh, okay. Where is the High Note? It's on 118th Ave and 123rd Street. Okay. Uh, we do it every Thursday night, and it runs from uh, 7:30 till about 11 o'clock. Cause sometimes, depending on the roster, we can go like way later than that. But well, uh, who, who, what a shocker <laughs> that musicians would keep on going. <laughs> but we uh, we uh, we welcome all levels of singers and songwriters, all genres and everything like that. And we cool. all we all help e- we help each other along, and uh, uh, we interact and network and schmooze and uh, crack jokes and have a good time. So. A part of the thing I was trying to wrap my head around is what who who determines what is a good song? What makes a good song? Are there sort of some some touchstone things in a song that say, okay, that's a good song? Um, it, you know, it's, 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 if there was, it's kind of like, um, uh, uh, taking that, uh, that concept and then linking it to, uh, to, so like, oh, well, I'm going to write a hit song today. I, but I, there's I, a lot of people who do exactly that. Yeah, that's They're exactly makers, right. right? They, that's exactly right. Like, uh, Nashville is actually one of those, one of those places yeah. where they, there's actually teams of songwriters that will sit down and write a song. Um, I think for the individual songwriter, it's a, it's kind of a, a, a roll of the dice, where uh, you, the best thing that you can do is, uh, especially from my perspective, is I write from personal. Like I have to be as genuine as I can when I'm putting pen to paper. Uh, um, yeah. There's there's if you try to sit down and write a song with a, with a purpose in mind, like I'm gonna write I'm gonna write a song for radio today, and it doesn't <laughs> really genuinely come from a come from a genuine place is what I'm saying. Uh, I find that uh, I I genuine genuine generally 
rather, uh, write my best stuff when it's coming from an authentic place. Do you do you have any stories about when the when it hit you and like you had to pull over or yeah. you had to stop what you're I, doing and write the song? Because I I, I've heard some great stories over the years from from other songwriters. Yeah, I've had I've had some songs that fall out of the sky and I literally write them up and I have the chords and the lyrics and the arrangement and like everything like that in 15 minutes. I've had songs that have taken me like six months to write <laughs> because I can't quite find the right uh, turn of a phrase or something like that. Um, I've had song ideas hit me while I'm I'm on the road. I've had songs. I've actually had song ideas strike me in the middle of the night in a dead sleep, and they wake me up at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and you and, better have a notebook or something to write it down next to the bedstand or yeah, on the bedstand, exactly right? That's exactly right. Because I, I've had I've lost so many good song ideas <laughs> by, by like oh yeah I'll remember this in the morning. And no, not likely. <laughs> so I actually have to get up, and you have to find some way of recording it. I actually, when I was out and about, I used to be engaged in a day job back in the mm. day. Where I had, uh, I actually kept a dictaphone with me. You remember the yeah. dictaphone? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the little tiny. Well, now you just have your phone, and yeah. you can dictate into that. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, like there, there was a lot of times where I would be, and before that, um, uh, you remember the answering machines? Everybody had an answering machine at home. <laughs> I hate you that we're going. Yourself. <laughs> I hate that we're going. Do you remember <laughs> the answering machines? Yeah. Well, I used to actually have to pull over. I would borrow somebody's phone because back then nobody had cell phones either. Yeah, remember, yeah. we all had pagers and things like that. So I would actually borrow somebody phone and I would call myself at home and I would sing, yeah, I would call myself and leave a melody <laughs> or, a, or a lyric or something like that on my answering machine, it would be waiting for me when I got there. So. But I wanted to get through some of the nuts and bolts, so uh, Bachman and Cummings from uh, from the Guess Who, yeah. uh, here's one of their songs, oh hang on, my, my dog just came over and bumped my hand and got it off, <laughs> the, uh, the song I was going to play. What, what makes this, these eyes, I guess who, what make, is it the lyrics, is it this, is it the tone, what makes this a great song? Uh, these eyes. What do you think? And, and no, I know we're, we're, we're not critiquing the guess who, one of the yeah. greatest bands of all time. No I'm just trying to figure it out. What makes it great? Um, in this particular case, I, I think, first of all, it's a combination of things. I think is uh, a large part of it is the performance of the song itself. Mm. What a wicked performance of this song. I mean, like, it was, it's a classic, obviously. I mean, like, so many of the songs we're looking at today are, are classics. Um, Burton Cummings, one of the best songwriters on the planet. Uh, he's, uh, he, otherwise, he wouldn't have the, the longevity that he's had. Yeah. Um, I, I, didn't he, wasn't he just in town just a little while ago? Uh, Bachman was. I think Randy Bachman was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, a little he, while ago. he was supposed to be here, I know, during COVID because I had tickets for it. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And it yeah. got canceled. But, but he's living in Moose Jaw now, of all places. Is that right? Too, right? But so let's take it to your own songwriting. Yeah. Which is more important to you? It is, is it the lick? Is it the, the melody? Or is it the words? And I guess it depends on what types of songs you're writing. Yeah. I, I generally write um, blues and roots and R&B stuff, acoustic yeah. stuff largely. That's what I'm basing my career on right now. Um, well, I, you can have a great lyric, but if there's no hook, it's just it's just DCG, DCG. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I and a lot of the time we're going to go back, going back to that when when inspiration strikes, you pretty much got to you know to take care of business right then, and then the whole world stops when when you get an inspiration of some kind. And a lot of the time with me, it's a lyric, it's a turn of a phrase, or it's a, a twist on a phrase, or mm. something like that. And that generally tend, tends to be what the whole song tends to be predicated on or built on. So, Lyrics first or music first? Generally, it's lyrics. Yeah. For, for me, anyway. Um, I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, 
and again, it's a turn of a phrase or, or something that, uh, that I think is going to be, like a, a lot of the time it's going to be a, a phrase that tends to be used a lot sometime, uh, from, from person to person in daily life, but, but they'll have some kind of a twist or a different entendre left. Uh, yeah, so, so when, you write the, when you're writing the lyrics, you don't know what kind of song it's going to be, if it's going to be a ballad or if it's going to be a little more well, a lot of the time I have a, gen- I, a lot of the time I'll have a general feel of, a, of, a, of, a, of an overall feel of a song in mind when I'm writing it, so mm-hmm. that tends to temper things quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, by the way, on the text line, Burton Cummings was at the River Creek June 8th oh, of this past go. year, so there you oh. go. Yes, yes indeed. Uh, there, was, there was a song that uh, just got uh, named uh, Song of the Year in Country Music. Yeah. Uh, you may be semi-familiar with the original version of it. I think most people are. Is it fast enough so we can fly away? We gotta make a decision. So Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, which ended up being done, uh, was, it, was it Luke Holmes? Le, uh, yeah, Luke Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why Why is that? What's, what is it with that song? Because the, 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 to me, it is, again, the combination, but I don't know, maybe it's the performance, but then another guy performs it, and it's, so it's the song. Yeah, I actually, in this case, I think it's actually the, the music behind it. The, I think the music itself the, is, is actually the hook in this song. It's a, it's a very uh, catchy, kind of a toe-tapper kind of a <laughs> thing, right? It's, uh, um, yeah, uh, it's, it's, an, it's an intangible thing. I mean, like, it's kind of like, like I said, it's rolling the dice, whatever you, whatever you can get that's going to... Uh, how much do you, do, you, do you listen to other genres of music? For example, here's another one of the nominees for going into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, George Clinton. So I have no idea what they're saying, so to me that's not a <laughs> lyric song. <clears throat> yeah, it's That's a party song. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's uh, George Clinton. I mean, like he, he is like the primary name in funk music, right? Um, I, uh, I, I'm blessed with the, the ability to be able to go to work uh, at, a, at a day J-O-B or in my career as a teacher and uh, as a music teacher at Resonate Music School and Studio and as a result I, I, I get exposed to an awful wide range of music yeah. because my students are bringing a lot of different styles and genres to me all the time. But uh, uh, George Clinton and Parliament and, and, uh, and all those, uh, those wonderful acts from back in the 70s and so on yeah, they laid the groundwork for all of the funk and R and B and things like that that you're listening to today. And uh, you know, it's uh, he's he's the foundation for everything as far as that goes, as far as I'm concerned. Local performer, teacher, singer, songwriter Mike Cheddar is joining us in studio. Uh, Morley and I have more questions for him, but we need to take a quick break. So we're going to be back here in just a flash on Six Thirty Chad. I ain't got no Rolex, no diamond rings, none of them. Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bronzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. Mike Chenna with local singer-songwriter joining us. We were talking about uh, songwriters going into the Songwriting Hall of Fame. We don't just chat about songs. Because it's Friday. Why, why not talk about music? I couldn't think of a better thing to talk about on a Friday morning. That, can anyone write a blues song? It's a, it's, can, 
it would seem it's the yeah. same formula each time. Yeah. You get a certain ry- rhythm going. Yep. Anybody can write a blues song. Well, you know, um, I had I had a good friend. Uh, his name was Harp Dog Brown. And uh, a lot well, of that's people blues. in the area. Yeah, yeah of course yeah, I remember him. Actually, he, was a, he actually proved it to me. He actually had his name changed to Harp Dog. <laughs> it's proved it was on his driver's license. Nice. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but he always told everybody that the blues is about life. We were just reporting life, and that's what it is. So from that perspective... Uh, I suppose anybody could actually write a blues song lyrically. Uh, you can, because mostly it comes from personal experience, and it's it's uh, uh, there's a popular saying in the blues where it's uh, the blues is nothing but a good man feeling bad mm-hmm. or, or or something. I heard it. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of that going on. So so, and again, that's that's what makes a good song in my mind. Um, more more accessible because it's if you if you write it from an authentic place to something that's genuine it uh, generally tends to be I know it tends to be my best work anyway. I'm curious, Morley. I'm going to ask you a question because you love music. Yeah, you, you're not a musician. No, nope. never claimed to be one. Never. What do you what, what, when you hit something, you always tell me, "Well, that's a toe tapper." Mm-hmm. Is it about that? Is it about the feel of it, or is it, and the lyric hits you later, or which which hits you first? Yeah, for me, and and we talked about this when we were putting together our our playlist in the summertime. It's it's the opening. Uh, yeah. It's and, yeah. and it's a story. I love story songs, right? Yes. And, but I love the opening. Like when I think back of, of some of my favorite songs, um, it's like it's got a great opening. Like yeah. just uh, picking out of the blue because I asked you about you know writing things. One of my favorite songs is I don't know if you know "Mama Let Him Play" by Jerry Doucette. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, he wrote that. Yep. on the inside of a pizza box at a restaurant. <laughs> Is that right? Right? Yeah. The lyrics aren't that deep, so he had lots of space to do yeah, it with. But, yeah. but I mean, that opening riff gets yes. my attention, Absolutely. and I'm listening. And, and that's... <laughs> exactly, and everybody knows it. You may not know it now, but if you heard it, you'd know it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and those, are, those are what gets me. So to me, it's, it's, that, it's that opening, yes. uh, whether it's, 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 it's lyrically or musically, yeah, it's exactly. the opening. And, and you know you got a classic, because uh, when, when, when people will sing the entire song back to you, Jerry just said used to come in, played at the commercial once, the, the Blues on White day, mm-hmm. on White Ave here in Edmonton. Yeah. And uh, he would play it, and the whole audience would yeah. sing the song. He wouldn't yeah. sing a lick of it. So, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd always play it last, too. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I saw it many, many, many times. And are you, yeah. uh, Morley, are you a country sing- uh, country fan? or? Uh, I like some country. I like, I don't know it as well. I like, when I hear it, I go, I should listen to more country. When I hear, um, I got to introduce you recently to some of the more and, outlaw country stuff. And when stuff. I hear, you know, I didn't even know about the fast cars thing until I heard it, on, you know, oh, and I'm going, yeah. oh, that's pretty good, right? It's, the reason I'm asking is because you mentioned that you like story songs, and yeah. country, country music is famous for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. oh, for sure. You know, I, I mean, Billy Joel's my favorite, and Piano yes. Man is the greatest story song ever, maybe, yeah, right? And, and, you know, just, just songs like that. Jimmy Buffett, too, I really, I really like, and all his, yeah. you know, Pirate Looks at 40 and all those great songs like that yeah uh, fellas <laughs> we could we could go on you know what we need to we need to go for a go for a beer or a coffee or something <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or need to show up at one of your jam nights once again uh, where is it uh, it's, it's uh, uh on thursday nights every thursday night from 7 30 on um, uh, we, we host an open stage at the high note uh bar and grill on 118th Avenue, 123rd street uh, all levels, all genres, and especially original music is highly encouraged. Okay. Outstanding. Uh, wonderful community down there. You had one last night. You're up late. I appreciate you getting up early this morning. I, did you, you know what? I must have missed the memo because, you know, were you aware that it's actually two six o'clocks? No, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't know there's a PM, though. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like a hook for another song. There's two six o'clocks by Mike <laughs> There you <Chen>. go, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Great fun chatting I, with I, you. I so appreciate being here with you. Thank you very much awesome. for having me. Good stuff.